Good evening, Patriots. And tonight is Thursday, the end of Thursday, actually. July 27th in the year 2023. You know, in a really good interview last hour, if you did not hear that, it would be worth checking out. It's really very powerful. And just to put that in context, I mean, that's a man is taking a lot of risk. Commander Rob Green, who has really put everything on the line just to speak truth to power and to try to bring justice back to our military. So if you get a chance, do take a listen to it, and um, I think you'd be pretty impressed. It was it was probably one of the more compelling interviews we've had here in a long time, and really, really good. Patriots, on a couple of announcements which are really important, tomorrow, no bended knee and no Bards FM. I'm going to be heading up to Portland to get a walk-in freezer and for the butchery, and I need the day to do that. Um, but Saturday morning, and that'll be Saturday morning at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern Time, we're going to do the Friday prayer period, the Friday bended knee prayer Friday. We're going to do that on Saturday morning. So continue to put your prayer requests in and just hope that everybody can join us on that time. I know it's a little different schedule, but um, kind of need to make some adjustments sometimes. So that's it. And then we'll have Fishers of Men tomorrow night. So that'll be good. Um, yeah. So anyway, those are just a couple of things. And then the meeting, the time, and we just confirmed this, the uh Common Law class with Jaron Jackson that was scheduled for this Sunday is going to be the same time, which is 2 p.m. Pacific next Sunday. So let me just give you a date on that. And that's we're taking care of that right now. So this Sunday is the 30th. We're going to actually do it on the 6th. The 6th of August is when that will be. And it will be at 2 p.m. Pacific and 5 p.m. Eastern. It'll be about a three-hour class. It'll be hosted on Cloud Hub. So if you're not familiar with Cloud Hub, you're going to need to get an account set up on Cloud Hub. We're going to have some information on that as we go and kind of keep people informed all through next week. But that is now set. We just got confirmation with him that next week is just fine. So there you go. So those are a couple of big announcements that just to keep those in mind and spread the word. The human telephone is faster than the speed of light. We know how that goes. So one thing right now to just keep in mind is that air quality is super, super important. And as part of air quality, we've got a great product, and that's EnviroCleanse. It's you can find at ekpure, ekpure.com. It's a fantastic small portable environment home air purification system. And it comes with an air quality monitor when you use your BARDS code. So if you head on over to ekpure.com, ekpure.com, use your promo code BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, and that'll give you 10% off plus a free air quality monitor, which is fantastic. It's about $150 savings. Now, this unit is pretty impressive. It will filter out the toxins really in the air. So we're going to deal with viruses, allergens, chemicals, and odors. Those th- sorts of things that cause irritations in your lungs, which is fantastic. It has a hospital-grade HEPA filter and a mineral filter. And this particular unit, which is all American-made, 
has been selected by the Department of Defense and is being used on the Navy ships to purify its air. So great quality product. They're, they're a very attractive unit, extremely well built, and they have multiple speeds to filter the air at different speeds. And they run in the background. You hardly even know they're there, but you do know that's there by the quality of the air that you breathe. I have one. They run great. Probably going to get a, at least another one for the studio. They really do a great job. So there you go, ekpure.com, ekpure.com. You won't be disappointed. And, uh, yeah, that's it. So there you go. Okay, Patriots. I mean, of course, promo code BARDS. Don't forget that. That's the most famous promo code on the web. You know that. It's like everything's got a promo code these days. I think we're going to really, I'm really serious when I told you, I think we're going to start a BARDS coin. We're going to do that later in the fall. And we're working on it right now. Mike Adams is working with us. That'll be pretty cool. Pretty cool. There is a lot going on in our world. There's been a lot of things that have happened in the last couple of weeks to myself and to others that have really suggested that the enemy's on the move. And it, you know, the enemy moves in, in very stealthy ways. We, we like to identify dramatic events. And like, you know, you'll hear like spiritual warfare, I'm in warfare. Well, I think most of us have been in warfare and we have to acknowledge it. And there's been a variety of things that I've noticed that have happened across the spectrum, whether it's people being displaced from work or um, myself in the last couple of weeks. Ever since I accepted this commission with Father in the, which is now Operation Vineyard, it's like the floodgates of distractions flew into my life. And just so many things have gone on from, you know, I told you about this moment of working with some folks from my past. That was one thing that came up and there was some other issues that came up today. I mean, it's just like one thing after the other and everything is intended to divide and to diminish our focus. And the enemy is waging a serious war on this level. Some people are getting hit with straight up spiritual warfare intensely, but the enemy definitely has a strategy to try to divide and to distract, effectively to minimize our ability to focus on things. And that's a typical tactic because there is a truth in it when we are sitting as Bars Nation, and I, and I want to acknowledge this because I spoke with an intercessor today from Glad Tidings, and she was talking about Bards Fest and that how when, and she's really an amazing intercessor. And so he was saying that when I stood on stage with Dave Bryant, Pastor Dave Bryant, and, you know, asked him, I said, we'd like to make this our base camp. And he said, yes. She said it was as if what she saw as if she was, it was as if a child was born. And she said that has absolutely thrown the enemy into alert because they know that Bard's Nation is, and this was her words. She said she knows, the enemy knows that Bard's Nation is for real and you're committed and now you have a base camp at, at Glad Tidings, and the enemy already knows the anointing that's been put on the on the Church of Glad Tidings. And he's like, and she said, it is literally like the enemy's waging a plan. So be on the alert to be divided, attempts to divide, and attempts to distract. And I said, well, yeah, we're on the alert. It's already been happening, like every day. So I'm sharing this with you because this is an important point where we really have to stay focused. And I've had two people share a similar word today. And I've been told that Pastor Dave Bryant has also said the same word last on his sermon this last Sunday morning. So I haven't listened to it yet, but essentially it's this, that we're in a season right now of being tested. 
And basically, it's what you've heard me say of sifting or the threshing floor again. We're in a new level of the threshing floor. So I, I say that because not really realizing it, I was saying the same word as Pastor Dave Bryant has said. And, and we don't share notes, by the way. It's, it's very rare that I even listen to his sermons other than when I'm there at the church. And that's not because I don't like his sermons. Or it's just, And it's not disrespectful. I just don't have the time. But that word has come from Pastor Dave Bryan. Pastor Anthony Thomas has said something similar. And these are just random sermons that are coming together. The Resistance Chicks shared a similar word with me today, and I've spoken the same. So there's something here that I think it would be worth listening to and heeding the warning of that we're in a period of time right now of having to, we're essentially tested, but what the testing is, is where are you going to put your eyes? Where is your heart going to go? And whom are you going who whom do you choose and whom do you serve, basically, right? And not just basically, I mean, that's it. I mean, whom do you serve? And this is a very trying time because there's going to be a lot of distractions. I mean, let's look at some of the global distractions that are going on right now. We have this world coin doing the iris scan to give away free cryptocurrency if you scan your iris so that they can, quote, unquote, separate you from the bots on the web. That's ridiculous. But anyway, that's what they're saying, and people are buying it. You have this awakening of child sex trafficking, and we continue to find the horrors of that lurking everywhere. We have the realities of what's going on in our government percolating up to the top more and more. The pedophiles are becoming more visible. The agendas of the world, of this new world order are there. They're starting to push for this disclosure garbage about UFOs and aliens, and I, that's probably going to be the next play. And that's coming. There's no question about it that that's coming. And all those pieces are in place, right? They're going to try to, as they get all these pieces in place, they're trying to draw everybody into where when they spring the trap, and I spoke about this on the Bright Teon show today, when they spring the trap, everything is there. I mean, they're, they're trying to get everybody focused on, you know, getting together a one world currency, a, a one world order. And all they have to do now is create the common enemy, which is going to be likely the quote unquote aliens. And, and all the aliens are, I'm, I'm just telling you, they're the fallen. They're the fallen. And they're bringing them in as if they're, they are going to come in as if they're gods. So we, this is a point here where we are in a point, and I'm not afraid of this, nor should anybody, but I'm simply saying we are in a period of time where we have to be very clear on whom we serve. And that's going to get to a sense of our heart. It's not going to come from vengeance, I'm telling you. Remember, we've talked about this for solid six months, seven months now, about a loving and forgiving heart. And I'm I'm telling you, I've sat here, I've been sitting up here at the property as I've been working over this last week and in the evenings, and you're hearing this from me. I mean, I'm just reflecting on God. It's like, God, I don't know what you've done recently, but you have truly transformed my heart. And I'm, I'm encouraging people to really seek this out, this path right now. This is a point where we have to turn to him. We need to repent right now for the sins we've done. And, and again, I encourage repentance, not because you're supposed to be beaten down because you're not worthy, but because that's us coming to God. I mean, listen to this passage. I just think this is wonderful and speaks the whole truth. This is Matthew 18, and this I'm reading from AMP, by the way. At that time, the disciples came to Jesus and asked, who is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? He called a little one 
or a little child, excuse me, and set him before them and said, I assure you and most solemnly say to you, unless you repent, that is, change your inner self, your old way of thinking, live changed lives, and become like children, trusting, humble, and forgiving, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. Therefore, whoever humbles himself like this child is greatest in the kingdom of heaven. Whoever receives and welcomes one child like this is in my name receives me. Now, this is the part that gets very interesting because it's right here that Jesus goes straight up gangster. So here we are talking about receiving a child and being humble, trusting, and forgiving like a child. And then watch the pivot. But whoever causes one of these little ones who believe in me to stumble and sin by leading him away from my teaching, it would be better for him to have a heavy millstone as large as one turned by a donkey hung around his neck to be drowned in the depth of the sea. This period of time right now, all of this exposure is starting to bring out if uh, things in all of us. We're all having to go through this together, and we're all having to reflect back on our lives. If we're walking in the Holy Spirit, we're going to have to go back through our lives. And this is what I call deep repentance. And that's just a word that God gave me on that and whatever that, I mean, I'll explain what that is. That's, you probably won't hear that anywhere else other than maybe the Church of Glad Tidings, because they get it when I say it. Deep repentance is literally going back through your life and doing an inventory of your life, walking through it. It's nothing that happens. I've spent literally a couple of weeks doing this, and then as I go through my life, as I walk in my day and as something comes up from the past, if it's burdening me, I take it to the throne, I ask for forgiveness and repent, and then I get back up and release that to heal it with the blood of Christ and then to seal when I say seal the armor, we have got to be strong right now. The enemy is on the move. And it is so important that we really take this accountability in our life. Now, I'm pushing a hard message tonight when I say this. I, I'm. This isn't like me saying, I think you should. This is, I'm telling you, you better do it. And I don't seldom, I very seldom do that because I really am strong believer that we are in a place of free will. And I also don't like the overbearing sense of a voice uh, any more than I like a pastor telling me to do something. Patriots, please hear my heart tonight. Please hear it. There is something changing in this world. I can't put my finger on it. I know what God's shown me in glimpses. I know I keep hearing words from other people. People contact me and giving me words. I'm telling you, we are in a critical moment in time. And we really should be in that moment of time anyway in our normal walk with heaven, but there's something big happening. And where it's centering off of is the little ones. The Sound of Freedom of Movement movie has awakened a nation, a world, to this horrors that have been around us. And the word that I was given by, the, by Leah of the Resistance Chicks today, which I'm going to say she's on point because it, it resonated well is that we are in a window of time right now where God is literally running a, a narrow window. And the reason I bring up her word and say I believe it's on point, then I get word today in Pastor Dave Bryant's talk 
which was last Sunday, and I haven't heard it yet, but the, what the intercessor told me, because she said, you need to go listen to it, because it's he's saying similar things that you are, but he's saying that we're in a season. So these are the, if I put the resistant, Leah's word, and I put David, Pastor Dave Bryant's word together, they're almost identical. We're in a season right now, which is a short season, like we're talking through mid-August, end of August, that we have to make these, we have to go through these trials and we have to make the choice whom we serve. But in choosing whom we serve, that means repenting. And in particular, and this is to men and women universally, we have got to repent for any sort of lustfulness and sin of pornography. And oh, I'm going to say it, if you are one that is obsessed with child pornography. All right. I'm just going to be blunt. You are in your last moments. And if that makes you uncomfortable and you're hearing this, hear me. You have a moment to be saved. And you have got to confess this. You have to bring it before the throne. And I'm going to put this out here to anybody, and I really mean this. And I'm being very narrow about this. If you are suffering from pornography issues, please email me, scott at bardsfm.com, scott at bardsfm.com. We will get on the phone together. We will pray together, and I will, I, will, I will help you through this. But I am. this is such a big deal right now. And by the way, that's open to anybody that's listening. I don't care if you're in Germany and Japan. We'll figure out the language thing. I'm serious. I'm not, I, I, it is that much on my heart, Okay. I, I, I will tell, oh man, you stay, the Holy Spirit is here tonight. This is amazing. Patriots, this is, this is so big, this coming. And I'm telling you, God has just opened up the heart of love in a way that is so powerful. And he is so forgiving right now. He is extending a hand of grace that is absolutely amazing. But there's no time anymore. I mean, the, the culmination of all of this is just so much. It's building for a moment. And we literally have to start praying together and we have to start supporting one another. So here, here's the deal. That offer is open. Mods, you've got it as well and I'm putting it out here and I'm I'm asking you that if if you know people that are in need of help and I'll put this out to everybody if you know people that are in need of help and you think we can reach them and you think that they would resonate with praying with me that door is now open okay I seldom ever do this you know that I don't think I've ever done this but that's what's on my heart tonight because it's that important this child pornography crap is everywhere. I mean, I don't know if you've been paying attention, but there is so many sibling issues going on right now. There was, I just got word today that there was a, a children's camp recently. And we're talking like young teens. And the pastor that's running the camp went into this group of young teens. And we're talking like, when I say young, not even teens, they're like 10, 12, the 13, 14 range, okay? And he asks the group, and this is a group of like 30 or 40 kids, he asked the group, how many of you 
have seen porn in the last 60 days. Every one of them raised their hand. Every one of them. This is insane. We have, we have a problem that has developed like a cancer. And of course, the schools are not the schools are not doing anything for it, but helping it along. So we have to start interceding here to help. And if you know somebody that's suffering from the porn addiction, in particular, I mean, it doesn't matter anybody. We have got to get them off that hook. So please, if you have the will yourself to deal with it, get on your knees and start repenting. And I'm going to be blunt about this. If you don't have the will to stop, I mean, just praying with me or praying with somebody else, that's just to open the door. You have to do the work. And if you're not going to do the work, I'm guaranteeing you've got a one-way ticket to hell. And that's it's not going to be tolerated in this stuff anymore because we, as a society, we have to put an end to it. And when we talk about Operation Vineyard, I mean, one of the principal issues that God put on my heart is the fact that we are going after the end users to expose them. And that has to be understood. So if you're within the community of Bars Nation and you're an end user, like get it together. Because this is going to be, this as we move this forward is going to be very real. And it's no more games here, okay? And we have to be this way. Because if we don't start resetting a moral foundation in this nation, we're just going to keep going right off the cliff. You know, I think if we realized the magnitude of sin that we all are under, and we realized the perfection of heaven and the magnitude of what God really is, this is one of our problems is we don't really, we don't realize God for all that he is. We we really don't. And it's it's unfortunate because we tend to, we do this a lot. We tend to humanize God a great deal, and that's not a good thing. I want to play this piece here. I played it today on, on Bended Knee. It's a really powerful piece, and it's literally a rebuke to science in talking about the unbelievable nature of God. I really want you to hear it. It's just a great, great piece. Here we go. Watch this video with me because this is absolutely crazy. Let's just start it. All right. You may take the rest of the minute. We're supposed to do one question at a time. Which one would you like? That was part of the format for the debate. So which which I want you to fill in the story of the rest of the uh, beginning of the universe. God, spiritual matter, impact on material matter. Okay. So two questions. All right. Go ahead. All right. Your question, where did God come from, assumes that you're thinking of the wrong, uh, obviously it displays, that you're thinking of the wrong God. <laughs> because the God of the Bible is not affected by time, space, or matter. If he's, if he's affected by time, space, or matter, he's not God. Time, space, and matter is what we call a continuum. All of them have to come into existence at the same instant. Because if there were matter but no space, where would you put it? If there were matter and space but no time, when would you put it? You cannot have time, space, or matter independently. They have to come into existence simultaneously. The Bible answers that in ten words. In the beginning, there's time. God created the heaven, there's space, and the earth. 
there's matter. So you have time, space, matter created a trinity of trinities there. Just you know, time is past, present, future. Space has length, width, height. Matter has solid, liquid, gas. You have a trinity of trinities created instantaneously, and the God who created them has to be outside of them. If he's limited by time, he's not God. The guy who created this computer is not in the computer. He's not running around in there changing the numbers on the screen, okay? The God who created this universe is outside of the universe. He's above it, beyond it, in it, through it. He's, he's unaffected by it. So for, and the, the concept that a, a spiritual uh, force cannot have any effect on a material body, well then I guess you'd have to explain to me things like emotions and love and hatred and envy and jealousy and, and rationality. I mean, if your brain is just a random collection of chemicals that form by chance over billions of years, how on earth can you trust your own reasoning processes and the thoughts that you, you think? Okay? Uh, so... Wow. That's the truth right there, though. Your, your, your question, where did God come from, is assuming a limited God. And that's your problem. The God that I worship is not limited by time, space, or matter. If I could fit the infinite God in my three-pound brain, he would not be worth worshiping. That's for certain. So that's the God that I worship. Thank you. Just an awesome piece right there because it's so true. The God we worship is so much bigger than everything we imagine, everything we can possibly imagine. And I really think if we could comprehend that in even in a little bit, we would realize the mercy that he's extending. But here's another thing, and this is to, I want to take a little bit of this heaviness of this porn issue. It is real. It's heavy. You got to repent. But let me, let me just say it. And I, and I know that for a lot of people, I, I hope, let me put it this way. I hope that this issue isn't one where you're like rolling your eyes going, come on, man. No, this is real because it's everywhere. And if we're, if it's involved in the porn industry, this is how bad it is. If you go to Pinterest, for example, there is, I mean, you can't hardly go to Pinterest without having these soft porn images everywhere. I don't even, I, I do not even go to Pinterest anymore. I used to have some good stuff to find like workouts and cool stuff for coffee makers and coffee stuff, but you can't get on a single page anymore without having some soft porn. Boom, it's gone. Every one of these social media sites is gearing towards driving porn to you. And if you go to one of these places and if you see one of those images and click on it, then immediately it registers that as one of your preferences. And then it sits there and, and it will continue to feed that to your feed. That's just exposing garbage into your brain. It's rotting your thoughts. Look, you know, there were... I've told these stories, but it has a very negative effect on your childhood. I mean, I, I had in, in my neighborhood, we lived in the country too. We had a dude that worked for the water company. And I've told this story before, but I want to kind of highlight it. His, he was a pedophile. And the thing is that he was, he even been arrested and was a known pedophile. And he would come up on, he would make his checks on the, we lived up a hill, steep hill. So the, the rural water district put up a pump house midway up to pump the water up the hill. He would deliver porn, raunchy porn stuff to the back. And he would stick it under rocks under behind the pump house. So it was there for the children when they came to the bus stop. He ended up molesting my neighbor two doors down from me. Okay, these people are real. My drum instructor, I don't even know how the hell this happens in your life, but my drum instructor, his name was Lauren. And I was I was 
really a good set drummer at that time. But I, I mean, it completely derailed my entire interest in ever doing drums. Let me be, I was really a good drummer for my age. And I loved it. And then one day, we, as I'm, you know, looking forward to, I had a full set set up in the front room. I, I was in the jazz band at high school. I was really getting into it. I was doing well. I was thinking about, you know, pursuing it even in, in other levels. I was, I had been toying around with a band. And then on day we, and was, we got the register guard, which is Eugene paper. Mom opens it up front page and even open up. We get it. She opens it up. Whose pictures on the front page? This dipshit. He was a pedophile, multiple counts of sexual molestation. And then we find out that the neighbor just up the hill, Mark Tobin, in fact, he had been molested by this dude. And you talk about just like completely destroying your interest as a, as a young man in, in doing anything along those lines. I gave up music. It just, and I look back on it and I'm like, wow, you know what? I'm, you know, now I'm starting to get back into it a little bit and it'll be a late life thing that I do. But this is the type of stuff. It doesn't have to be direct. It can be ancillary and it, it absolutely affects everybody. And it has become a thousand times worse than it was when I grew up. We have a mission and I will tell you that here's the deal. It doesn't matter, and I, I want people to hear this. If you are being obsessed with re looking at porn, number one, you have got to stop. This isn't even a negotiable in heaven because you're literally bargaining with your soul right now. Number two, you become one of the greatest weapons in this war when you can let it go and start to understand what it was doing to you and what it's doing to others, you now can speak from the experience with the repentance of heaven underneath you. And you can help other people be set free. That's the part of this. God is calling everybody right now. And it is an important point. You know, don't forget when if you're sitting here with heavy guilt going, there's no hope for me, that's garbage. There's plenty of hope. And in fact, you have a great place in this war to help save other people if you are being, if you find yourself addicted to porn. But you have got to change. And, you know, the fact that you used to love to point at men, it's not just men. The fastest growing industry in porn right now is women. That industry is growing massively. But, we, but our morality is just completely bankrupt right now as a nation. I got sent this today, and I, I, I'm going to play it. This is this is so unbelievable. I mean, literally, it is so unbelievable that <laughs> you just have to hear it. So I'm going to set the context. This is GOP Representative Nancy Mace. Now listen to what she says to this prayer breakfast that she's at. This is unbelievable. And by the way, she's not married. I want to stress those points. Keep that in mind. Here we go. this together, another year, another standing room only event. And when I woke up this morning at seven, I, I was getting picked up at seven forty-five. Patrick, my fiance, tried to pull me by my waist over this morning in bed, and I was like, "No, baby, we don't got time for that this morning. Uh, I got to get to the prayer breakfast, and I got to be on time." And a little TMI, but um, I. 
he'll, he can wait. He's got, we got, I'll see him later tonight. Um, but I was here early. There you go. So we have a representative, GOP representative, Nancy Mace. And we're normalizing this nonsense. I mean, this is sex out of marriage, in which nobody even cares about anymore. And she's telling this story about her fiancé wanting to pull her back in bed and have sex with her. She's telling this at a prayer breakfast. Like, yeah, that's something I'm having over steak and eggs. This is how ridiculous we've become. We are literally off the chain right now in, in our morality. And it's something that if we don't get this right, I mean, look, nations will be judged. We're living in the time. So we have got to get on the war path. And it begins, I'm telling you, God's putting our eyes on children for a particular reason because those eyes, and we put those eyes on children and we go after to protect, remember, rescue, heal, restore the children. It is like a nuclear bomb to this moral moral bankruptcy that we've had right now, and we begin to restore it back. Now, I'm going to make a comment about some things, and I just want you to hear it because this is really coming from a loving heart, so please hear me. There's a lot of excitement and passion around Operation Vineyard, and I love that and commend everybody for it. Okay, I'm getting a lot of pings lately from people saying that, hey, we need to join with this group, or you need to make a partnership with this group, or you need to get a hold of this group. Here's the deal. The answer is no. If you like other groups, if you want to get involved with other groups, please, I'm not, I'm not in any way making judgments on the other groups, okay? But hear me. God has been very, very specific on this commission to build it steadily like we're doing, Common law is one of those things we're starting with. I'm talking to two different groups about training intelligence methods for Bars Nation. That's coming. We're working on the model of what the legal model of what these safe houses will be. But God has been very clear about this. And there's a lot of good reasons when you start to dig down, it start to become clear when you're looking at it the way God is. And I'm trying to very hard, and he's giving me a lot of these eyes. There's a lot of crossfighting right now between these groups that are working on child sex trafficking, slinging stones at each other about money. And I am telling you, that is the trap that is killing a lot of these organizations, and it is not blessed by heaven. Hear me on that. And I'm, I, man, I seldom come out this strong on words, but this is a word to listen to. So I appreciate, truly appreciate the passion of wanting to get this thing up and racing. Here's what I'm going to say. Operation Vineyard is going to be its own thing. God's leading it. It's going to raise up. There may come a time that we will make those bridges to other organizations. It will not be now. Operation Vineyard is not going to do any formal fundraising at this point in time. So if anybody's out there doing fundraising, it's not coming from me and I'll squash it. The other thing is Operation Vineyard, is its strength is its decentralized nature. And the individual passions that we're each bringing to something with a massive commitment in this commission, which is a life commission. And as we raise this up in a network together, we'll be sharing and supporting one another as we go. But ultimately, we're leaning heavily right now into kingdom for resources. And God is providing if we're leaning in. 
if you're feeling a need to get something going right now or you want to start doing door kicking or doing the act and there's groups out there that are doing it and you want to get involved in them, please go. I'm not, I'm not saying that with any malice. I'm saying that with a loving heart. Get the experience. Do it. It's great because if you, later, if you're drawn back and you have that experience, what an asset you'll be. But we're not going to make any bridges. And I'm not being isolationist. I'm literally walking as the Holy Spirit has put on my heart and as God has laid out on this commission. And I'm seeing why. I mean, we're looking at this whole clown show attack on, on Tim Ballard. And I've hit it last night. I want to hit it again tonight. Patriots, stay out of that fight, please. Stay out of that fight. That is the biggest setup and red flag of anywhere in the world because all of this happened the minute that that film did well. And the minute that that happens, I look around and go, okay, why did this not happen six weeks ago? And why now are people who have these smaller kid, kid organizations or rescue organizations coming out and throwing stones at Tim Ballard's organization because, oh, they didn't support me or they didn't do this? Why is all this out there now? Because everybody's chasing after dollars. And to literally quote from the film, God's children are not for sale. That is the trap of traps right now, and it's catching people, and it's going to be a painful experience if they keep going down that way. All right? So it is really important that we hold the line on this, have our faith, and that's what this whole time is about. And and it goes back to the whole theme tonight of this testing. We're all being pulled and tested right now. And these lures are being thrown before us and they're like shiny silver objects and people are chasing one way and chasing another. Stay focused. Operation Vineyard is very clear on its commission. And no, it's not quickly standing up, but I will tell you, we have really amazing pathways ahead. The first one begins a week from Sunday with this study on common law and everybody in Operation Vineyard has to get solid on common law. Hopefully that's everybody in Bard's Nation, but it depends on how you're called. You've got to get solid on common law. And we're going to have to get solid on understanding how to create intelligence, vet it, and have solid types of intelligence matters. I'm talking to some really, really good people right now that are willing to work with Bard's Nation, and it's going to be amazing. And there'll be classes and all of this, okay? There'll be programs of instruction. We're even working towards a certification model so that information can be shared laterally with other organizations so that people can know that it's vetted properly. These are big issues. But this is part of creating a hub where we can literally rescue, heal, and restore and do it in a framework in the United States. So on that note, be prepared because the enemy knows it. And the enemy knows we're, we're following God's commission here. And the enemy knows that it's going to be dangerous for him. So expect to be waylaid once in a while. Keep your armor up. Do not let your armor down. And that's why I go back to the repentance. This is such a critical time. And it's important that everybody clears the slate. And I said this a couple weeks ago. Spend time internal to yourself praying, repenting, and then helping others. We have to set ourselves free, keep ourselves free, and help others to set themselves free. That's the whole philosophy of the deliverance work that they do at the Church of Glad Tidings, which that's David Bryan's, Pastor David Bryan's words that I'm using, but he knows I love him and he knows he loves me. So there you go. 
and I gave him credit. But that's literally where it's at. So I, I'm, you know, I'm really on fire right now with where God has me. And when I look at how far I've moved and you, for those of you that have followed me, you've seen that shift and journey. And I'm just very, it's just an amazing move the way God's moved through me. And it's exciting to watch. And when I can sit in a moment right now where I just have a, I look at bad things and I'm like, man, this is going to be, we're going to win this through the outpouring of love. And we are, that is the key. Now, don't get me wrong. Just like I said, Jesus goes straight up gangster at the end of Matthew 18, it's 18.6, there is such a thing as pure evil, and God will deal with it. It's just like, you know, when I said on the end of the last show, and I wasn't kidding when I said it, I talked about the people that have committed this crime, and there's a few of them that knowingly, knowingly injected soldiers with things that would permanently harm them. So let's use this last phrase again. But whomever causes one of these little ones who believe in me to stumble and sin, by leading him away from me, from my teaching. Now, I want to qualify. I know that's specifically speaking of the little ones. But the little ones in this whole phrase is also referred to the heart that we must have to come to heaven. So there is an interesting interpretation we could lay on here that this is also applying to those that are intentionally leading others to sin. That's pretty huge when you think about it. And I'm not saying that's exactly what's saying, but I'm saying there's definitely an implied implication there. There's an implication there of what Jesus is saying. And it just puts the heavier weight on the importance of us working from a center point of mercy. God's justice is centered on mercy, not on punishment. Our system in this fallen world is punishment. And we have to begin with a loving and forgiving heart. And the only way we can get there is to repent and to literally change our inner self. That's what we have to do. So, again, pressing times. There is an urgency in some of this like I've never felt before. And I think we all feel that something's moving. We don't know what it is. But either way, this is like, if you look at it a different way, let's just say that this is just the, that there's not a God hand in this, which is ridiculous, but we're just going to pretend it for a moment because I want to make a point. And then all of this is circumstantial because we're all seeing these pieces and we're feeling this intensity. Okay, the end result is the same. Because what we're doing in repenting is we're preparing ourselves for the battle ahead. And just like a good soldier does, a soldier goes through their drills, they practice their drills, they go back on any of the areas where they have faults and errors and they go over them, they retrain them, they fix the little pieces in their equipment, they adjust their kit, they get things as ready as they can be ready. Part of that for our fight in the way we strengthen our armor is through repentance. And it's then that we as soldiers are able to stand on that line. But as we step deeper into this fight, you are going to get hit. No weapon forged against you shall succeed, meaning it will not destroy you, but it doesn't mean you're not going to get a blade whacking upside your head sometimes. So we have got to be as strong as we can in these hours leading up to wherever we're going. And either way, going into Operation Vineyard, everybody has got to have their heart in the right place. And to do that, repent. So to kind of wrap up tonight, I'm going to stress the message again. If you're dealing with porn as an issue, there's a lot of vices I'm happy to help people on. But in particular right now, if you're dealing with porn and you feel that you need prayer, and you can't get that support locally or even through our mods, you can email me. 
and we'll set up a call and I'll help you through it. But understand the way I'm going to approach this. We will pray and I will hold you accountable as you will end up holding yourself accountable before the throne. So if you're going to step into that space, understand we're going to make a commitment and it's going to be a commitment before God. And from that point on, if you deviate off of that, that's you and God to deal with that sin. But this is an opportunity to get you unhooked from that nastiness. And as a community, I'm encouraging everybody in Bars Nation that is there with a good heart that can help one another. This is time to help each other to break these vices. We don't have, this isn't a time to waste. So let us be truly those that walk with Jesus. To understand the power of healing, the power of prayer, but to also understand and appreciate that each person has an accountability before the throne. We're not going to fix it. We're going to help people. We're going to lead them. And they have to make the choice. And those choices are not going to be easy because that addiction is deep. It's, it's rooted in there. So there we go. A lot ahead, a lot of good things, exciting times. Let's pray. Father, we're blessed today for coming here before you and truly just want to thank you for this intensity that's flowing over our hearts. And I can't speak for everybody, but I can definitely speak for myself tonight, Lord, of this intensity that you've been putting before me on the need and the urgency to break these chains that are binding us to the most to our sins, in particular the sin of pornography. And Father, whoever's out there that needs to hear that, tonight we're going to pray a blessing over everybody, in particular those that are struggling with this, and just pray a blessing that they'll put their eyes on Jesus. And Jesus, we're asking you with the authorities giving to us that you can come to these people. Show them the power of love. Let the scales of their life be balanced so that they truly see the mightiness of kingdom and not see the, that this evil is greater than you. And show them the power of love, Jesus. And let them have that moment where a decision can be made. A decision shouldn't be difficult, but either way, everyone needs that decision. Whom do you serve? Well, Father, I know whom I serve. And who is ever in agreement, I say, I serve you. We serve Jesus and send me. And who's ever in agreement, that's an amen. And Father, we are blessed and thankful for the commission you've given to us. And we know that you've been very clear on the on where we need to walk. And we just as well pray this evening for the calming of hearts, that, that solid place of walking in kingdom, to trust in you for timing, but to truly get ourselves in a position to where we can walk in this great commission, which is a huge one, because we cannot be infected with the temptations of the world as we affect, as we try to affect positively the children that need to be rescued, healed, and restored. We have to let go of those vices that hang around us and those corruptive influences that try to creep in. And Father, wherever we are, and each one of us has something that's hanging over us, I pray tonight and ask and the authorities given to me that each person will be compelled and feel that, that freedom to step before you, put go on their knees and repent through the heart and just literally let it all out. Every secret, everything hanging out, pour it out and put it before the throne and understand that we have a merciful God, a merciful Father that so wants to have a relationship with us. And in order to have a relationship with us, Father, we know that we have to repent from our sins. So Father, we just... 
final part of this tonight is just to cast away this burden that somehow repentance is a definition of us being unworthy. And rather, seeing repentance as a place to restore our position next to the throne, be mighty in this moment, stand up boldly in the world, acknowledge and be able to live into that commission, that life issue, that we are the children of the Most High, and step into this commission you placed before us, which is Operation Vineyard. Guide us, Father, and bless us. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. There we go. A lot to reflect on, a lot to pray on. Please pray on it. You know, it's there's an intensity that sometimes is uncomfortable. And I, I think you know me well enough that when it comes to our faith, I, I cherish it so much because it is such we have such a loving God. But we have to remember as well that we also have a God that can deliver wrath like nobody. And let us not forget that. It isn't something to fear and tremble in front of him. It's more something to be what you should fear is being outside of him. And the way we get close to him is to seek his face, to repent, to let those burdens off, to cleanse ourselves, restore ourselves, and renew this, this body. Let's work together. Who's ever out there, you need help, reach into the community. We're here to help. And I know we've got some people struggling with this. And be, feel, understand this. We're going to meet you where you are. We're not judging you for what you're doing. Because that is one thing that drives me absolutely batty about the Christian movement is the judgment. We're not judging. We're just impassioned for your soul and impassioned for where you are and want you to live free of that burden and be able to enter into the kingdom. So let it go. Whatever guilt you have, we'll deal with it through prayer, but reach out to somebody in the community if you're struggling with this and let's work together, empower you with the tools you need, and let's wage this war and overcome this demon and step into this world freed and empowered to be able to help others set free. That's a great, great opportunity. All right, patriots. Have a blessed night. Keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God always wins. But we are here in this time, in this place, for just such a time as this. We're at war. So walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Subdue the enemy. Mission forward. Patriots, I'll see you Saturday. I'm sorry, tomorrow night for Fishers of Men. Tomorrow night for Fishers of Men. Remember, no class, no shows for Bards FM or Bended Knee tomorrow. But I'll see you tomorrow night for Fishers of Men. Until then or until the next time, God bless. Good night. Thank you. And out for now. Oh, I want to feel something. I just want to breathe again. Dive into the deep.